minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
everyone's waiting, wishing, praying for Mashiach. It will only happen when we all get along. Everyone waiting for, wishing, praying for Mashiach. Let's love one another. Everyone is sung.
Jetzt mit Steien, hast du es viel am Meien, viel Taten dem Getreien, heute eine Lade von Weihen, heute esse ich mein Eien, sie wollen man kennen, man schreien, zum Taten dem Getreien. Hey, move on, 
J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, good morning. How's everybody doing? It's a Thursday. You know what that means. It means you have zero reason to ever touch that dial. That's what it means. Zero. Like, I think about this all the time. Is there ever a reason not to be listening to NSN? And I, of course, you know, I'm at the minimum on the fence on that issue. But not when it comes to Thursday and Friday. When it comes to Thursday and Friday, I cannot think of a reason why anybody would ever, ever shut this network. Maybe if you have a really important meeting. Maybe. <laughs> but you can keep it on in the background, couldn't you? Achim uh, Benefesh done by Avremel, Avram Fried, Zevi Kaufman, Zakavia, Despacito from Amram Adar, Lipa's Hentelach, Samach done by Eighth Day, Yaakov Shweki and Ma'amin. Aryeh Kunstler at Modaani, Hashivenu from Yehuda Green, Simcholiner's Marakade, Od Yishama from Derech Achim, Milech Cohen had Via Hafta, Machar from Mordechai Shapiro, and of course Regesh, Modaani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's Thursday on this August 12th, day four in the month of Elul, the year 5781, but not for long. The year 5782 begins in three and a half weeks. We're blowing the chauffeur. It's the month of Elul. Our friends in the Sparta community are saying Slichos. We're getting ready for Slichos on the 29th of August or the 28th very late at night, depending on how you uh, on how you view it. And uh, we're getting deeper and deeper into the month of Elul, and we are all hoping and praying we have a happy, healthy, peaceful, sweet new year. And um, what is uh, there's a friend of mine who always says, may the... May the worst of last year be the best of the next year. Is that how it goes? Or may I don't know. Maybe may, the, may the, I think it's the opposite. May the best of last year be the worst of next year. Something like that. Anyway, um, you get what we're wishing everybody as we get closer and closer to the 
brand new year. 76 degrees, 84% humidity. Winds are west at 5 miles per hour. Scattered thunderstorms this morning, then mostly sunny this afternoon. Very hot, very humid, 96 degrees today. Wow. Passing clouds tonight, low 78. Tomorrow, mostly sunny. High temperature, 95. I think tomorrow's the last really hot day. Shabbos, I think, is supposed to be cooler. Yerushalayim right now at 87 up in Guilford, New York. Our friends at Camp Masora, uh, they're at 72 degrees. I think it was raining there this morning if I read that properly. 76 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. Uh, feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Listener Tikva says Boker Tov, as does listener Hadas Emuna. And listener Ayal Yehuda, they are tuned in. And uh, we say good morning or good afternoon, actually, for them from all of us here at JM in the AM. Uh, listener Morris says nothing like Yehuda Green to get us in the mood and ready for Rosh Hashanah. Listener Morris loves Jewish music, but boy, does he have a great appreciation for certain artists, especially Yehuda Green. And he is 100% right. He does get us into the mood for Rosh Hashanah. Speaking of the mood for Rosh Hashanah, how are we doing with our Chesed campaign? I think we're doing pretty well so far. You know the point of the whole thing. The point is to make sure that all of us do something before the Chag, before Rosh Hashanah, before Sukkot, to help uh, people, families in need, uh, financially, of course, but other ways as well, as we continue to describe uh, different things, different gestures, different small um, um, small, small things that we could do for uh, other people to make their Chag, their Yom Tov, their brand new year a little brighter, a little nicer. We continue to uh, emphasize that our mayor, Bracha, the Terror Victim Support Center in Israel, which distributes thousands of dollars worth of food to poor people every single week, including today, Thursday. It's Thursday. Uh, that's when all the action happens at our mayor, Bracha. Uh, they're going to be donating to poor families, especially those who are terror victims from the last 20 years, um, an unbelievable number of dollars worth of food before Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot. And we are encouraging people to go to the website and support their amazing effort. Uh, terror-victims.org.il, terror-victims.org.il. In addition, Rabbi Klibanoff was with us yesterday, and boy, oh boy, his words were amazing. Uh, he spoke about the um, the energy that we are bringing through this program and this network to the community when it comes to uh, keeping other people in mind. And one of the things that we spoke about yesterday and I've been speaking about since the beginning of this campaign on Monday is that our friends at Kupath Ezra opened up our eyes. And, and it's not like we weren't aware of it, but you know sometimes you just get like slapped in the face by something and you realize that something's right in front of you. They opened up our eyes to just how many people in our community right in front of us are single parents with children and go through a whole other set of difficulties from being the lone breadwinner, from trying to arrange their day to take care of the logistics with their children. Uh, and if we just offer rides and help with uh, homework and, and help with learning and help with taking kids to school, especially to boys who oftentimes don't have somebody to go to school with, if, if we just help in that area, just reach out and say, hey, you know, let's do the following this Shabbos or please, you know, join us for this or join us for that or a ride somewhere or any type of activity. We always talk about, you know, 
tickets to Six Flags Great Adventure, which we're going to be doing with our friends from NCSY for Sookies. Um, so that's one example, but there are a million examples of what could be done. So this category is one that we're emphasizing during this Chesed campaign, but every category is being emphasized. Just think of people in need. Think of people who really can use a little bit of help. I've always said, and I've always used uh, you know, an, an extreme example to make this point, that um, on an Erev Shabbos, $20, on a regular Erev Shabbos, $20 can make a world of difference, can, can potentially increase the shlom bayit um, in someone's home. If we just, you know, hand over to somebody $20 to help with what they need for Shabbos. And it, and I, it's, it's, it's a proven fact. I've been involved in enough of those transactions to tell you that it's a proven fact. So whatever we could do, small or large, to help someone as we get closer to Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, someone brought to my attention the other day that there's a way to sponsor a Lulav and Esrik set for an Israeli soldier. Now, that's not exactly along the lines of our Chesed campaign, which is concentrating on this area, in addition, obviously, to, to the cause of Barmei or Bracha and Yerushalayim. But it's essentially, you know, asking people to think about people in our own communities here. Uh, but when I found out that there's a way to sponsor a Lulav and Esrug for a, an Israeli soldier, I said to myself, you know what, we have to add this to the Chesed campaign. And we did. We actually scheduled an interview. I think it's, what is that interview? <laughs> How do, I, oh, I, I think it's exactly a month before Sukkot. Sukkot is the 15th of Nisan, so we said on the 15th of Elul, the 15th of, of Tishrei. So we said on the 15th of Elul, we're going to... Um, we're going to uh, kick off that campaign or at least add that to the whole repertoire of suggestions of what people can do. Because who doesn't like to help Israeli soldiers? And believe you me, so many of them really do need help um, financially with different things. And this is such a big mitzvah that we'll all have an opportunity to partner with it. But anyway, all I could say is keep it coming, everybody. Keep being as creative as possible when it comes to uh, doing good deeds and wonderful things for people before you enter. There are a lot of people in need, a tremendous number of people in need. Let's do everything in our power to help them out. Galay Tal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up, of course. Rabbi Sarna is going to join us. It's one year since the Abraham Accords. He's going to join us. Chief Rabbi of Dubai, UAE. And... Um, uh, our friends from Turo College have a major event coming up, also very important. Students and parents, I'm going to ask you to pay careful attention. We have a, an important conversation coming up in the 7 o'clock hour regarding uh, Turo College and an event that they are holding as they are trying their best to do whatever they could do to encourage students to get a formal college education. Formal, in-person, real courses, real degrees. Some of you know how, how I feel about that whole topic. Uh, Galatal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday is next. Boker Tov from Jam in the Am. גריצה לשעה שתיים, שלום רב באולפן אלעזר בן לולו עם מה שקורה עכשיו. הזינוק בתחלואה ממשיך להאמיר, מספר חולי הקורונה המאושפזים באורח קשה עלה ועומד עתה על 421, מהם 65 מונשמים. כתבנו קובי מנדל מוסר שמאתמול נפטרו בבית החולים רמב״ם בחיפה ארבעה חולים. כתבנו לענייני בריאות שי פרידמן מעדכן כי זה היום השלישי ברציפות, בו מספר המאומתים עומד על 5,000 נדבקים חדשים. 
נוכח הנתונים הללו, ראש הממשלה בנט שוחח עם מנכ"לי קופות החולים, מכבי כללית, לאומית ומאוחדת, והורה על הרחבת מבצע החיסונים. בתוך כך ברקע הדיווחים כי למנהלי בתי החולים תובטח הגדלה של התקנים תמורת שתיקה והימנעות מהופעה בתקשורת, מנהל בית החולים ברזילי הפרופסור חזי לוי אומר ליניר קוזין עד כמה שידוע לי לא היו דברים מעולם. אני לא מכיר התניה כזאתי ואם זה קרה וזה אמת אז אין לי מה להצטער אבל אני לא מאמין ולא חושב שזה קרה. נפגשנו עם בנט, דיברנו, הוא שאל והתעניין האם אנחנו נוכל לעמוד בטיפול ובמספרים, בהינתן העובדה שתינתן התוספת שמדובר עליה, אמרנו שאנחנו נעשה הכל ונשכב על הגדר. נוכח העלייה בתחלואה בפיקוד העורף מרחיבים את המאמצים למיגורה ברשויות המקומיות, מדווח כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. בין המהלכים שיחזרו לפעולה בגל הרביעי, מיזם אנשי חיל, במסגרתו יושקעו תקציבי הסברה, כוח אדם וסלי מזון לנתמכי רווחה לתמיכה ברשויות המקומיות. כמו כן, תוחזרנה היחידות הצבאיות ל-27 בתי חולים, והן יתוגברו בכ-200 אנשי מילואים. בנוסף, תוכנית חוסן לאזרח, שמעודדת התחסנות בני נוער, תורחב ל-20 רשויות נוספות. מחדל באכיפת ההנחיות בבתי האבות. יולי גת, יושבת ראש איגוד בתי אבות ודיור מוגן, אומרת בגלי צה"ל, אין הנחיות תו ירוק בכניסה לבתי אבות. אנחנו מחויבים לאפשר ללא מחוסנים, לאפשר להיכנס לתוך המתחם. כל המערך שעבדנו עליו קשה כדי שיקום וכדי שיהיה אפקטיבי, איננו. נותנים תו ירוק לבתי קפה, למסעדות, לקניונים. ואין תו ירוק למחלקות אשפוז ולמוסדות של זקנים. זה פשוט, הדעת לא יכולה להבין את הדבר הזה. בעקבות העברת חוק הרכוש בפרלמנט בפולין המקביל, השבת רכוש מתקופת השואה ליהודים, שר החוץ יאיר לפיד מצהיר, זה לא יעבור בשתיקה, הפולנים לא יכולים להמשיך לפגוע בזכר הנספים. כתבתנו המדינית מוריה אסרה וולברג מוסרת שבימים אלה מקיים משרד החוץ דיונים עם הממשל האמריקני על הדרכים לתגובה על החקיקה הפולנית הגובלת בהכחשת שואה. מקרה נוסף של אלימות נגד נהג אוטובוס, מדווח כתבנו לענייני תחבורה מתן לוי. נוסע בקו 63 של חברת דן עלה הבוקר לאוטובוס שנסע ברחוב בוגרשוב בתל אביב, איים על הנהג וניפץ בפטיש את חלונות האוטובוס. על פי נתוני ארגון הנהגים מבית ההסתדרות הלאומית, עולה כי 53% ממקרי האלימות כלפי נהגים כלל לא מדווחים. עוד מתריעים בארגון כי היום בו נהג יירצח על הכביש קרוב מתמיד. בית המשפט העליון קבע כי שוטרים אינם מוסמכים לערוך חיפוש שרירותי על גופו ובחיליו של אדם השוהה בשדה תעופה. עוד קבעו השופטים כי חיפוש במקרים בהם אין חשד לפעילות בלתי חוקית ייעשה על פי נוהל מוגדר שיבסס את ההצדקה לעריכת החיפוש. בדעת מיעוט סבר השופט מינץ כי בשל תופעת הברחת הסמים מחוץ לארץ קיימת חשיבות רבה לביצוע בדיקות אקראיות. ידיעה שהעביר כתבנו לענייני משפט איתי שריג. מזג האוויר עומס חום כבד ישרור ברוב אזורי הארץ, משעות הצהריים ייתכן גשם מקומי בערי הצפון, מחר ובמהלך סוף השבוע יהיה דומה. אלה החדשות.
Jeder hat für du mal. Ich schieß mit der Fies, ganz für du mal. Kann nur sein mit der Kuhwe, ganz für du mal. Und leine wie Alkohol ist du weil du mal. Oh, you mal. Ich schieß mit der Fies, ganz für du mal. I'm 
JM and the AM, that's Ari Hill and Ellie Marcus together. Project X is the name of that one here at JM in the AM. Thursday morning, 76 degrees, scattered thunderstorms, mostly sunny later with a hot and humid day coming up, a high of 96. Boy, oh boy. Uh... We have a service here where we uh, take your resumes and we try to um, match you up with an employer, something we started during the height of COVID as we were trying to get people to uh, get back to work and and to help them get a job during a time where they may have been laid off, etc. Anyway, I'm mentioning this because it is now the month of August and an inordinate number of educational positions, I'm talking about teachers and administration uh, personnel, have uh, come across our desk, and it's August, an unusual time in the middle of August for people to still be looking for teachers, administrative help, etc. So if you have experience in those areas, get us your resume. Resume at NahumSiegel.com. Resume at NahumSiegel.com. Again, we have been... Um, We've been getting an inordinate number of uh, educational opportunities in the world of employment or employment opportunities in the world of education. So again, if you have a, uh, a resume that would reflect the experience in that area, resume at NahumSiegel.com, resume at NahumSiegel.com. More coming up. It's Thursday. Here shall show us.
Ai didi dai, didi dai dai, ai didi dai, didi dai dai, ai didi dai, didi dai da da, oi do do do, oi do 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 do, ai didi dai, didi dai dai, ai didi dai, didi dai dai, ai didi dai, didi dai da da, oi do 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 do. Die, 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 die
ליצור קודש ברוך הוא, ומה חזיק רחוב. לא יימצא קודש ברוך הוא, ומה חזיק רחוב. מחזיק רוחו לישראל, מחזיק ברוחו לישראל, אלו אלו, אלו השולוי. לא יימצא קודש ברוך הוא, ומה חזיק רחוב. לא יימצא קודש ברוך הוא, ומה חזיק רחוב. מחזיק רוחו לישראל, מחזיק ברוחו לישראל, אלו אלו, אלו השולוים. אוי אוי השם, אוי זליאם אוי תן, אוי זליאם אוי תן, אהו השם יבורך, ושמוי בשולוי, ושמוי בשולוי, שולוים שולוים J.M. in the A.M. Special good morning to those who are listening to the Nahum Siegel Network worldwide on Naki Radio. A special hello to those who are listening on Naki Radio. Apparently, more and more and more people who have uh, that specific web radio called Naki Radio are discovering that they can put the Nahum Siegel Network on their list of stations, on their list of choices, and apparently more and more people are doing it and more and more people are listening. I feel terrible 
for some of the other um, uh, offerings that they have on there because apparently a lot of people are moving from those offerings to us. Um, but all right, you know, I apologize for that, but I'm happy for the listeners if they like what we present every single morning. So if you're listening to Key Radio right now in the Nahum Single Network, a big thank you to you from all of us here at JM and the AM. 76 degrees, scattered thunderstorms this morning, the mostly sunny this afternoon, hot, humid, a high of 96 you Shalim right now at 87 up in Guilford, New York. Our friends at Camp Missouri are at 72. We're at 76 in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Um, our Elul Sofer blowing will follow Rabbi Goldwasser. And as usual, I ask our listeners uh, to support us as best as possible, and we get a great reaction. Right now, if you go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, for $100 per day, uh, you can sponsor the Elul Shofar Blowing, meaning each day of the Elul Shofar Blowing is a $100 sponsorship, which you can do in memory of somebody, in honor of somebody. Our comment system, which was down, is now back up, which means you could actually um, write whatever you wish in terms of dedicating your donation. And I want to thank all those who are supporting us. Uh, today, our Elul Shofar Blowing is, um, is uh, presented by, sponsored by listener Judy in Clifton, New Jersey, who, uh, as usual, has found another reason to support us, and uh, it is much appreciated. She is uh, donating the $100 and sponsoring our Elul Sofer blowing in honor of Avrami Finkelstein for playing the brand-new artist Darren Glick on the live lunch. Much appreciated. And thanks to Nahum Siegel for over 36 years of loyalty to the Jewish community for doing such, quote, sacred work, to quote Rabbi Siegel of blessed memory. Listener Judy in... Uh, Clifton, New Jersey. We thank you very, very much for that. And then uh, more people are tuned into this. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry about that. More people are tuned into this broadcast uh, that find excuses to constantly give. And in this case, I want to thank for sponsorship of today's Elul Show for Blowing as well. Our dear chairman, Mr. Ralph Rosenbaum, uh, his wife, B, and their family uh, out in East Brunswick, New Jersey. They're donating $100 and sponsoring our Elul Show for Blowing today. In honor of the young Israel of East Brunswick Minion Men and Rabbi Joshua Hess, the new brand new rabbi of the young Israel of East Brunswick, they made a minion for the burial of a 98-year-old Holocaust survivor who passed away this past week, and that is pretty amazing. Chesed Shel Emes, as the um, tradition and expression goes. Uh, so thank you to the Rosenbaum family. And thank you to Ralph for pointing out the uh, amazing mitzvah of the Young Israel of East Brunswick Minion Men and Rabbi Hess. Uh, and we wish him the best of luck in his new position down there at the Young Israel. So, again, if you want to sponsor our Elul Show for blowing in honor of something, in memory of somebody, uh, we welcome it. And believe you me, you'd be supporting this show that helps support a lot of really wonderful things in our community. And it's much, much appreciated. Rabbi David Goldwasser's were, and the show for blowing comes up right after Rabbi Goldwasser. Uh, Sunday through Thursday on Fridays, we we fit it in somewhere <laughs> around this time. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words: Zechonishmas Harav Zevin Rabbi Yosef Levi and Zechonishmas Esther Bas Rabbi Yosef Levi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. There was once a young man. He went off the derech and fell in with the wrong crowd. Once he had his friends come over to his house. His parents weren't home. They got drunk and they wrecked the house. They caused more than $10,000 worth of damage. The son had great bushel He was ashamed, and he ran away to live by one of his friends. 
The father didn't want to cut ties with his son, so he looked for him all over the place. The son, however, cut off all communication, so the father was not able to find him. The father then heard of one person who worked in Kiruv who might know what to do. The man found the son and worked with him a little bit. When the person who worked in Kiruv told the father about his success, the father reached out again, but there was no response. He found out where the son lived. He went there. Although he saw someone look through the shade, the person did not open the door. With a broken heart, the father called the Kiruv person. He asked him what could he do. All he wants is that his son should talk to him. The professional heard the father's plan and said, I will speak to your son. He told the son, I see that you're doing much better. You've begun to improve in many ways. Why won't you speak to your father? The son said, because I owe him $10,000 and I can't pay him back. Why should I speak to him when I know that I have nothing that he's asking me for? The professional said, don't be foolish. You think your father needs your money? He only wants to hear your voice. He just wants to see your face. That is much more important than all the thousands of dollars. A person sometimes thinks to himself, I did so many chatoim. I sinned. Hashem is going to ask for payments for all that I did. How is it possible for me to talk to Hashem? How could I ever be misfollowed to Him and Hashem will accept it? There's no benefit for me to learn or to do mitzvahs. In truth, we are making a very big mistake. Hashem does not ask for payment. Hashem asks us simply that we should turn to Him. He wants to see our faces. He wants to hear our voice in tefillah. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Come the bluest 
never fall at the side of the road Ever struggle underneath the load Look at life like you can't crack the code The road ahead is dark Ever felt that you're just too small Holding on tight, hoping not to fall Ever wonder what's the point of it all Look inside and find that spark Let it glow, my friend, and show the Hey, man. 
J.M. and the A.M. Surly Twersky with that one called Biado. Before that. Oh, I don't know if it was right before that because I just realized I may not have. <laughs> I may have uh, made a mistake in our playlist. Nothing worse than that in the world of radio. Than leaving something out of the playlist. Um... Yeah, I'm right. Uh, the Breslov Bar Band was in there with Aniyo Heva Kodesh on this Thursday morning. Fourth of Elul. Hello, hello. Thanks very much for joining us, everybody. As um, we get closer and closer to the brand new year. Hard to believe, huh? Yeah, I'm having trouble believing it as well. I want to thank uh, uh, the uh, two sponsors we had this morning for our Elul show for blowing. A, a big thank you to listener Judy in uh, Clifton, New Jersey. Uh, Judy Hertzfeld, in honor of Avrami Finkelstein for playing the brand new artist Darren Glick on the live lunch. Much appreciated. And thanks to Nahum Siegel for over 36 years of loyalty to the Jewish community for doing such, quote, sacred work to quote Rabbi Siegel of blessed memory. Judy, I thank you for that. And Ralph Rosenbaum, our chairman, who uh, never, ever um, passes up an opportunity to support us and to encourage others to support us. Uh, he also sponsored our Elul show for blowing this morning in honor of the Young Israel of East Brunswick Minion Men and Rabbi Joshua Hess, their brand-new rabbi at the Young Israel, who made a minion for the burial of a 98-year-old Holocaust survivor who passed away uh, this past week. So collect a vote, and thank you so much for those donations. If you'd like to sponsor an Elul show for blowing uh, Sunday through Friday, any of those days, um, go to uh, fjbunity.org. Again, that's fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and click on Sponsorship Opportunities. The ability to add your own comment now exists again, thanks to Yigal Siegel and to Yoni Pollock. So thank you uh, to them, and now you can uh, at any point add a comment to your donation. I wanted to mention, I said earlier in the week, we're in the midst of our, we're actually at the start of our Elul Chesed campaign, as we're encouraging people to help others between uh, before Rosh Hashanah and before Sukkot, a lot of people in need financially and in, and in a million other ways as we keep describing. Uh, there's a friend of ours uh, who I know for 40 years, and uh, frankly, when my career started 40 years ago, literally 40 years ago next month at WYUR, uh, she was one of the um, key components to our radio station back then. I know it sounds like a long time ago, no? It certainly does. Anyway... 
Uh, there is a GoFundMe campaign to help our dear friend Sandy get a new apartment. And this is a situation I'm very, very familiar with. And uh, once in a while, especially before Yuntif, over the last few decades, I have brought uh, situations to this audience where where I can assure you that every dollar is going straight to the recipient and that every dollar is necessary and needed. So if you'd like to help out our wonderful friend Sandy, who is in a very difficult situation, I'm encouraging you to do so uh, and and participate with us. You go to uh, GoFundMe.com, GoFundMe.com, and the uh, the search, the title of the campaign that is currently uh, being done on behalf of her and her children is Help Sandy, S-A-N-D-I, Get a New Apartment. Help Sandy, S-A-N-D-I, Get a New Apartment. That is the title. Simple as that. GoFundMe.com. Help Sandy, S-A-N-D-I, get a new apartment. And anybody out there who would help, it is so appreciated. You can't imagine. I thank you very, very much from the bottom of all of our hearts. Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Thanks for tuning in. Well, I said earlier that um, we would be speaking about a very important program um, uh, brought again by our uh, – brought again, not only meaning again because they've done it before, but as you would suspect – a good program of value to our community in the world of education is going to be brought by Turo College. And sure enough, Dean Stoltz-Leike, who is the uh, Lander College for Women uh, Dean at Turo College and Vice President of Online Education at Turo, is uh, with us live via telephone as they get set for their Accelerated Admissions Day coming up this coming Tuesday. Uh, Dean, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Nahum, it's always a pleasure to be here. I have to tell you, uh, first of all, I love listening to you and listening to your show. Thank you. But beyond that, um, I love being interviewed by you because <laughs> you always make me sound better than I do. So uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. I hope all the guests feel that way, but thank you very much. Um, you're welcome. I came up with an expression this morning that you're going to love. I, I literally came up with it. I wrote it down. I said, this is right up your alley. You know, you know what my attitude is to people who, students and parents who think they're clever when they, when they pursue shortcuts in the world of higher education. You know what I think of that. Um, it, 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 I mean, it, again, you know, it may work for some, but as a general rule, we encourage people to go to, and here it is, here's the new expression, Dean, to go to real classes Real courses and get real degrees. That is what that is my new campaign to get students and their parents to understand uh, the importance and just how big a difference it is when you are going to real classes, meaning in person, right? Not online, but in person. Real courses, and you know what that means because I'm sure you spend your year uh, developing real coursework with your professors and teachers, and real degrees. And when you leave the the uh, established university, in your case, or established higher uh, um, uh, co- college or school of higher education, you have a real degree, a real degree to be proud of, and not something that you know again uh, it, that that has the word shortcut written all over it. So, Dean, what do you think of my new expression of my new campaign? So the first thing is, of course, I love it. I think you're absolutely right. I think it's great. And I think it fits with a lot of what I've been thinking about, which is why do we do what we do? And our goal is to transform people's lives. Uh, And 
particularly at the Lander College for Women, to transform women's lives by giving them opportunities through education. And I think apropos of what you're talking about, people very often don't realize what they miss if they're not on campus in a classroom. So the idea is there are these serendipitous moments where you're walking out of a class and your professor is leaving at the same time. And you have a question. You say, Professor, do you have just a few minutes? Can I ask you a quick question? And you ask that quick question. The student asks that quick question. And it turns into an hour-long discussion. A student finds a career path that's so important for her, but also for the Parnassa of her family. It's something that she can engage in. Uh, On the other hand, when you're doing something remotely, and we've seen this over the last year, of course, what happens is a student finishes a class and sends an email to the professor and says, I have a question, sends the question to the professor, and the professor writes back. The professor's responsive, but it's a 30-second email exchange. And the ability to engage people is something that can only happen in a campus. I, I'm, 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 so, yeah. I'm so afraid that the floodgates <laughs> of, of more um, uh, examples are going to start coming out of my mouth because as you're saying all this, I'm thinking of a hundred other examples, uh, not just in the social aspect. And by the way, look what Turo and Lander has done with the social aspect. You know, one of the things that many people are concerned about, rightfully so, and I'm not at all criticizing those who go to secular universities in this country, a decision they make for a variety of reasons, but so many parents and students are concerned about Jewish life, proper life, etc. Yeah. Look look what you've done. You've set a you you've set aside a a proper atmosphere and a good atmosphere for people and a positive atmosphere, I should say, because let, let's say everything else is neutral around the country, but a positive atmosphere for young people in our community. So uh, again, the floodgates could open with so many other aspects of the benefits of being on campus, being in class, being in between class, uh, being there in the morning, evening, etc. I mean, there's just so much. Uh, so I didn't mean That's to interrupt right. you. I just, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of a, no, a thousand other benefits, frankly. A hundred percent. And I think what you're talking about in terms of the atmosphere is so important because setting the proper atmosphere is a given and making sure we have a Torah environment is a given. Beyond that, though, is what we expect of ourselves. We expect ourselves within the framework of Torah, within the framework of a proper environment, to really enable students to get an an education that is, I would say, equal or surpasses anything they could get in another university. Yep, very simple. And so yep. look at what our students are doing. Your your daughter, you know, I, I love hearing about her <laughs> going on to nursing. We have students in the health sciences, in medicine, going on to programs at Harvard, at Columbia, going to places like Google, getting jobs there. It just keeps going. Depends on what field they're interested in. But our students are competitive for whatever they'd like to and, do. And, the by, and, and you could tell me if I'm wrong, but when they're applying for those jobs, from nursing to Google and everything in between, when they're applying for those jobs, when they walk in with that real degree that we talked about, they are going to get offered probably a better package than if they walk in with you know a, a suspect degree. And I, I, I don't th- I, it has to be that way. I can't imagine that someone would sit there and, and, and not understand what the uh, applicant's educational background is based on what they're presenting. I think that's true. I think even more than that, though, 
is that we've come to realize that the bones of education is just the beginning. It's the whole environment we're presenting. So, for example, career services is a very, very important part of the educational experience. Getting internships and other experiences that enable our students to translate what they're learning in the classroom into their future professional environment, even before they've started working, is extremely important. And beyond that, their ability to talk about the jobs they've had, the internships they've had, and how it makes them understand the field that they're going into definitely makes them more competitive in the marketplace. And that's why, you know, you mentioned that we're doing this accelerated admissions day next week. Even there, we're having career services be present. So as students think about what am I going to do, what is my future career going to be doing, they have the experts to talk about that with them and what we can do to help them as well. Uh, let me let me go through the <laughs> – we're talking about everything except for Tuesday <laughs> because when you come on, I have all these philosophical <laughs> observations I like to make, and I love hearing your comments about it. Let me go through the information for everybody about what's happening Tuesday, and then we'll circle back and uh, explain uh, why it's such a critical uh, program that Toro's put together, this accelerated admissions, especially now in the – whatever you want to call it, middle of, aftermath, whatever you want to call it, of the pandemic. First of all, on Tuesday, it's it's Lander College-wide. It's Turo-wide. August the 17th is coming Tuesday. Accelerated admissions days. They're going to make it very easy. Transfer credits will be reviewed. Application fees will be waived. Uh, there'll be plenty of information about financial aid, scholarships, and a potential career path. Placement exams will be available on site. It's happening at the Lander College for Men at 150th Street in Kew Gardens Hills between noon and 5. It's happening at Lander College for Women on West 60th Street in Manhattan between 9.30 in the morning and 4.30 in the afternoon. It's happening at Lander College of Arts and Sciences on Avenue J in Brooklyn for women from 10 until 2 and for men from 4.30 until 6.30. It's happening at Mahon La Parnassa, same building on Avenue J for women from 10 until 2 and again, men from 4.30 until 6.30. And it's happening at Turo School for Lifelong Education on 53rd Street in Brooklyn and that's from 10 a.m. until 7.30 p.m. All of the WhatsApp numbers and names of the people you want to speak to regarding each and every individual location are on the website, turo.edu slash Lander Colleges. Again, turo.edu slash Lander Colleges. Dean Marion Stoltz-Leike is with us uh, live via telephone. So, Dean, why why is Tuesday so critical in the middle or aftermath of this pandemic? It's an excellent question. So obviously we're calling it an accelerated admissions day, but I think what's important for everyone to keep in mind is normally we're not accepting students this late in the game. Right. We start our orientation on August 23rd, which is just obviously not even a week after the accelerated admissions day, but we know how difficult this last year, almost year and a half, has been for so many people. And so we know that there are a lot of people who might have intended to apply and didn't, didn't get around to it, and now are panicking. They're thinking, what am I going to do in the fall? I need an education. I need that to build my future. What do I do? And that's why, and Nachum, I think you know this, one of the hallmarks of Turo is we are very, very 
students-oriented. So we decided, even this late in the game, we are going to have an accelerated admissions day. So for those people who are involved, for whatever reason, were not able to apply earlier, they don't have to worry. They can come, they can apply, and they know that they will be able to start the semester with everyone else. Yeah, they could be they and, could they could be in orientation Monday morning. Exactly. And we're at all the schools we're having really a full court press. It's not just there's going to be one person to speak to. There is everyone. Our you mentioned financial aid. It's it's our right. financial aid experts. It's our admissions staff. It is our advisors, our career services, but then also advisors pre-med advisors, health science advisors, psychology advisors, a lot of people who can give students really very, very specific information, baseline information. What do I do? What will my courses look like? What will my education look like? What is my career path? And ultimately, what do I need to do to get the job that I want? I tell students all the time to come with a dream, And it's our goal to help them achieve those dreams. They have to do well in school, but it's our goal to help them achieve those dreams. And this is really the first step in doing that. Lander College's Accelerated Admissions Day. It's happening on all the campuses on Tuesday. The 17th of August is coming Tuesday. Go to um, turo.edu slash Lander Colleges for all the details, locations, and contact info for each individual campus. You'll learn about financial aid scholarships. You'll be able to meet with the deans and advisors. You are instructed and asked to bring copies of your transcripts. You'll get and receive an immediate admissions decision. Transfer credits will be reviewed. Application fees will be waived. Placement exams will be available on site. I I guess, uh, Dean, that's really the only real instruction in terms of preparation for this is show up with the transcript, right? That's the most important thing. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's the most important thing. So this way we can talk to students immediately and move them through the process almost instantaneously. So that's exactly right. Um, and, and the other thing is it's helpful for the students. You know, they will get a real sense of being in school. Look, for all of us, how many students do we have who have not been on campus for a year and a half? Yeah. This is the opportunity to see and to feel and to get to know us. Is your campus going to be start. normal? Excuse the expression. Is your campus going to be normal? Is it going to be 100% back to normal? It's an excellent question. What we decided to do is to give students lots of different options. So I would say we are back to normal. We will be in a classroom. But what we're going to do also is provide some Zoom classes. Because we know also some of our students want to get jobs and internships. This way they can do it. They can come to campus two days a week zoom into their classes right. the other two days, or take asynchronous classes so they have total flexibility. But my point, so being, ideas, my point yeah. being, if a student wants to interact with other students and their professors, yeah. they'll, they'll have that opportunity to do so. It's most of the, listen, 90% right. is in a classroom. Right. Back to normal in quotes, nobody knows what normal is anymore, right. but the idea is back to normal um, and then flexibility for our students because we know that they want that. Um, I mean, you went through a lot. We, we were going to speak about some of the academic opportunities, but you listed a lot of them when you went through the academic advisors. I mean, there's basically no 
area of higher education or, or undergraduate education that you're not covering at this point, right? Would that be accurate? I think it, it very much is, yeah. and it's exciting to see what our students are doing. Some of the projects they've created in psychology, I, um, I teach one of the senior honors thesis courses, and to listen to what our students come up with in terms of technology, one of our students created an app for charcoal drawing. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's incredible. They are doing, and they're so smart. They're so talented. Um, and students are happy. I mean, that's the other thing when you were talking about being back on campus. And Nachum, I invite you to visit us. Like to there do that, is thank a you. buzz on campus all the time. Yeah. And students will come back like after the Yom and Tovim. They'll walk into my office and they'll say, I'm so happy to be here. I really missed being on campus. I'm so happy to be back. By the way, isn't our very own Rabbi Goldwasser a member of your campus? Of course. Yeah. He is Baruch Hashem. Yeah, he's we amazing. Are so lucky. He enriches students' lives. I always I always say that there must be three of him. Because <laughs> what he does and what he accomplishes and his ability to be present at so many different things within the from community is amazing. You know, you, is, know, you, know you could ask what I'm lucky. sorry. Now, I was going to say, you could ask one of your star students to create an app where, where there are three of them, you know, instead of uh, instead of just one. With the way technology is going and how clever these <laughs> students are, they're going to think of all this stuff, and they're going to end up doing all of it, which is pretty insane, frankly. Um, real classes, real courses, real degrees. Dean, I'm telling you right now, if I see that on a billboard or if I Kripka is going to hear from me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to demand royalties on that one. <laughs> I'm sending him an email right away, and, you know, you're gonna, Hello, Mayor Davar B'Shem Omro. So uh, I definitely will tell him with attribution. You're going to testify on my behalf. I appreciate that. That's right. Good luck on Tuesday. I hope a lot of students and their parents have listened carefully to this conversation, men and women, and will take advantage of the Lander College Accelerated Admissions Day. A lot of students right now are making real last-minute decisions. I know they always do, but in this COVID era, they are making last-minute decisions. They are pivoting and changing and and being flexible. Well, you're also being flexible over at Turo uh, because you'll literally um, help people get admitted one week and have them in orientation the following week, which is pretty amazing. Information about all the campuses, men, women, etc., at um, at Turo. Um, meaning the men's campus, the women's campus, and then the Lander College of Arts and Sciences in Brooklyn, the Turo School for Lifelong Education in, in on 53rd Street in Brooklyn, all of that. Uh, you go to turo.edu slash Lander Colleges. Turo.edu slash Lander Colleges. Again, it's this Tuesday. Parents spend some time telling the students why this is a good idea. Um, trust me, it's a good idea. Real classes, real courses, real degrees. It is a life changer. They will look back when they've really made it in this world. They will look back that, thank God, they, they walked into their first profession with a real education. Uh, Dean uh, Marion Stoltz-Leike, uh, good luck as the semester starts, and a happy, healthy, and sweet New Year to you. You too, Nachum. Thank you so much. And uh, I appreciate having the opportunity for a real discussion. It's a pleasure. <laughs> and... Uh, same to you. Have a, a wonderful, to you and your family, a wonderful Shana Tova, a sweet, happy, healthy New Year. Much appreciated. There she is, Dean Marion Stoltz-Leike, Dean of Turo's Lander College for Women. Uh, Tuesday's Accelerated Admissions Day. Take advantage and tell the young people in the community to take advantage. Ah, oh, tell you.
What did my grandmother used to say? You could talk till you're blue in the face. <laughs> Will the young people ever listen? <laughs> anyway, hey, big thank you. And uh, again, information, just go just go to Turo.edu slash Lander Colleges. More coming up. It's a, uh, what is today? Thursday at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Oh, yes. Big, uh, big uh, Kishoshana selection from Avshalom Katz. What a great song that is. A real classic. J.M. in the A.M., good morning. Hour number three of our great broadcast, and I thank you all for tuning in. Big day today here at the Nachum Siegel Network. That's an understatement. Um, coming up at 9 o'clock, it's Charlie Harari, an in-depth look at the frame or the facts, what drives us and might trigger and and what our and what our triggers are sending us what I'm missing the title I apologize the frame or the facts what drives us oh and might our triggers be sending us in the wrong direction <laughs> I would have been frustrated all day if I was able to read that uh, so that's Charlie Harari at nine o'clock Allison has uh, Moshe Grunfeld photographer makeup artist and proprietor of apunimchadoshes.com. Um, Allison will speak with him on uh, Jew in the City Speaks. Miriam L. Wallach is live at 10.30. Comedian, writer, and actor Avi Lieberman will discuss comedy for Kobe, which is going on today through the through August the 18th in Israel. We'll live lunch between 11 and 1. Mark Zamek and the Arab Shabbos Show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That is happening um, um, at 7 p.m. tonight, 3 a.m. tomorrow, and 10 a.m. tomorrow. And we are very much uh, looking forward to it. It's an amazing show. Well, our friends at Aaron's are getting ready for Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot. You know, we keep talking about uh, doing nice things for people before Rosh Hashanah and before Sukkot. Uh, Aaron's is also in a Rosh Hashanah Sukkot mode already. And this Rosh Hashanah, they say, get more honey for your money at Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens. <laughs> I like that. Uh, first of all. They've got the lowest prices on honey for the holiday and amazing prices and a whole bunch of great items for the holiday. And you'll find a phenomenal supermarket with the, basically every kosher product imaginable when you go to Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens. Then, of course, they have Mechie's Deli, which is just off the charts. I mean, you cannot imagine how many people are in front of the Mechie's Deli counter on a weekly basis, uh, just uh, anxious to get a hold of some of their uh, delicious uh, takeout food. J- just amazing. And uh, I-, I can give you some recommendations. And by the way, over the next few weeks, I probably will. Uh, they have the Nuts Factory, which is uh, also pretty remarkable. Uh, a shook-like atmosphere where halva, nuts, and so many other treats are available right there in the center of the store. Schleimi's Bakery, everything baked right there and just delicious. And, of course, Fialkov's Pizza, which is a legendary name in that category. It's now at Aaron's as well. So Aaron's has become more than just a supermarket. It's like a, a, a complete center of uh, culinary activity and food activity and uh, um, activity for everything that you need uh, in the world of kosher food right there on Casino Boulevard in Queens. Make sure to head on over before Rosh Hashanah, before Yontif. Say hi to uh, Stacy in charge of customer service. Say hi to um, David, who is the uh, manager there, and to say hi to their amazing staff. They are some really good people. Of course, you'll say hi to Chaim and the staff over at the Mechis and his counter. And you'll make this an amazing yunta for you and your family because everything will be have come from Aaron. Simple as that. Aaron's Casino Farms, Queens, New York. Check them out. Uh, you'll be glad you did. Thursday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. Don't forget a um, an opportunity at fjbunity.org to sponsor our Elul show for blowing. Go to fjbunity.org. Click on sponsorship opportunities. It's an opportunity during the month of Elul. Uh, to sponsor our Elul show for blowing in memory of somebody, in honor of somebody, whatever the case may be. 
and we appreciate that very, very much. Uh, a big shout-out to our friends at A&H. You know what A&H is all about. It's all about incredible, delicious kosher meat, whether it be salami, whether it be uh, their delicious pastrami, sausages, all the brand-new items. Check it all out by going to kosherdogs.net, kosherdogs.net, and enjoy a 10% discount with promo code radio at kosherdogs.net. Um, Seth Levin and his staff uh, are completely committed year-round, not just before the holidays, to stock up all the stores nationally uh, with uh, all the delicious A&H products. And how do I know this? I know this because I was at a store recently, uh, one of the really, really, really large stores in the Jewish world. I mean, <laughs> insane. <laughs> the, the supermarkets out there are, you know, spacious, especially in certain areas. But there are a couple in our vast community that are just off the charts. Anyway. I walked in to see what this place was like because someone said, you have to see this. And the A&H display, I would say, took up as much space as what a typical aisle would in a regular supermarket. That's how much. That's how many products, and that's how incredible uh, it is. So make sure you have your salamis. Hang those. Another discussion in the Seagull home last night about hanging salamis. And I, uh, I, I stressed to them the Seth Levitt advice. Four to five weeks, that's it. No reason to hang them for longer than that. Anyway, check it out, kosherdogs.net. Enjoy a 10% discount with promo code radio and try A&H today. And I certainly hope you will. More coming up. You're listening to a Thursday morning edition of uh, JM in the AM. This one is a um, Benny Friedman selection here at JM in the AM. My friends, in times like these, it's hard to see past the insanity in a reality so uncertain and unknown. Life as we knew it forever changed, and there's no peace of mind to be found. Who can even make sense of tomorrow? When our dreams keep crashing to the ground And yet, as we rise to greet another day And the sun is still bright in the sky Always a reason to hope for better times Though it seems like the answer's worlds away Just enough to keep us going Holding on to unbroken simple faith Cause a heat never breaks And a heat never bends And a heat never gives up in the night A heat perseveres through the deepest despairs His emuna strengthens him for the fight And the heat understands that Hashem Love's him, that's what I eat all time. 
went dark, the crowds dispersed on the streets that were once filled with life. But a brilliant light emerged from deep inside our hearts. The shuls were shuttered and still, but our prayers rang through our home. Instead of looking out for inspiration, we dug deep and found strengths we'd never know. And one more time, we will rise to greet another day. We're every moment more precious than ever. And life's sweetest little joys, they are the treasure. Cause when it feels like the answer's worlds away. We've got enough, more than enough to keep us going. up in the night I it perseveres through the deepest despairs his emuna strengthens him for the fight and I it understands that Hashem has a plan and that's all it takes to make it through is that the loves him that's what I JM in the AM Benny Friedman on a JM in the AM Thursday morning. 76 degrees, scattered thunderstorms this morning, mostly sunny later. Hot and humid today. High 96. Woo! Boy, oh boy. 96 degrees. Another couple of days of this weather and then We'll move on. Uh, As the world marks the first anniversary of the Abraham Accords, highlighting the new relationship between the UAE and Israel, the chief rabbinate in the UAE has created a special prayer for synagogues around the world to mark the historic occasion. The prayer will be distributed to more than 1,000 synagogues around the world, including those associated with the Rabbinical Council of America. August the 13th, this is uh, a year ago tomorrow, August the 13th, the U.S., the United Arab Emirates, rather, and Israel announced that they would be establishing relations, followed by Bahrain and Israel on September the 11th. And days later, on September 15th, the three countries signed the Abraham Accords Declaration, which stated the recognition of the importance of maintaining and strengthening peace in the Middle East and around the world based on mutual understanding and coexistence, as well as respect for human dignity and freedom, including religious freedom. Chief Rabbi of the UAE is our good friend Rabbi Yehuda Sarna, 
He is with us live via telephone. Rabbi Sarna, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Well, it's it's great to be here with you, and uh, I'm actually speaking to you from New York, though given the weather that you announced, I may as well be in Dubai. I mean, it, I'm looking right now, it's 99 in Dubai and 96 in New York, I so bet, you tell me, you I, tell me. I, I bet you a little drier in Dubai, though, that's what I would wager, <laughs> a, little, a little less humid over there. Uh, and more tolerable. But anyway, <laughs> enough about the weather. Um, so this year went by pretty quickly, wouldn't you say? Well, I, I wouldn't say. I mean, it's a full year. And, and I think that it makes sense for us at this moment to take a look back and see where we come. And if I would have told you this date last year yeah. about what would occur this year, no, no one would have believed it. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, I would certainly would not have believed if you would have told me. You know, you know what's interesting? A couple of points. First of all, the um, the warnings. I think that's a good way of putting it. The warnings that we were given by so many in the media. Forget about the warnings from other Arab countries and leaders. Put those aside for a moment. But the media was convinced that any type of recognition by the UAE of Israel, Israel of the UAE, would put Jewish lives in danger, would make the Middle East explode, would bring us to the to a boiling point that we've never seen before. Uh, many of us did not believe that. Uh, it's wonderful, though, a year later to see that none of that really happened. Well, what you've seen is actually just the opposite. I mean, you've seen a flourishing of Jewish life, you know, kosher restaurants being established, kosher organizations being established, multiple minyanim taking place, hundreds of thousands of Israeli visitors. I mean, there were points in the year when every single hotel lobby you walked into, you would hear Hebrew. Um, and, and, of course, you have, you know, tra- trade is underway, and et cetera. So, so you've seen just the opposite. And I'll tell you, in, in May, during the war with Hamas, um, people in the UAE were calling their relatives all over, in the United States, in Israel, in the U.K., in Europe, asking them if they were okay. But the place that people felt safe was, was in the UAE, uh, where there, was, there were no anti-Semitic incidents. But look, uh, um, it, that's the reason why a year later we decided to compose a, a tefillah, uh, just, to, just, to, just to say thank you to Hashem for what has occurred and to get us focused with a regional mindset on the things that are really pulling the region together, not pulling them apart. I, I, mean, I, I, need, I need you to backtrack for one second because you, you just said something so important that I hope, I hope people realize what you just stated. There were less anti-Semitic incidents during the height of the Gaza War in May in the UAE than there were in the United States, and you, and you could state that without any reservation. Without reservation, uh, without reservation. And look, I'm I'm not primarily a, a political commentator or pundit, but um, but I think that if, if you do a political analysis, you'll see that that ultimately, when it comes to the normalization with uh, Arab states, that even though Hamas certainly intended, they said it, they wanted the 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 uh, the war to stop the normalization. Right. They see normalization as an existential threat. When we started, when we launched the Association of Gulf Jewish Communities, you know, bonding together Jews who are living in all each of the um, Gulf states, uh, Hamas, of all people, came out against it uh, and, and, and uh, was critical for it, uh, about it. 
I mean, more than critical, they condemned it. Why? Because Hamas thrives on the enmity between Arabs and Jews. And any uh, reconciliation or, or, or display of not only tolerance but friendship between Arabs and Jews are, uh, is, is like a rocket to Hamas. It, it hurts them. Wow. It really, really hurts them. And so that's why so much of their focus was in May was about disrupting normalization. Rabbi Yehuda Sarna is with us, Chief Rabbi of the UAE. It's a year since the Abraham Accords were signed. The other thing I had to ask you was um, a few weeks ago on this show, um, you know, full disclosure because <laughs> it happened while we were on the air, uh, we were informed by somebody in Israel that this um, secret practice of trying to pray on Harabayit had become much more open, meaning one would not bring a sidur to Harabayit now, but you could actually daven with a minion as they're doing every single day. This was the revelation that happened for us on the air. As they're doing every day now in Harabayit with a minion, uh, without sidurim, okay, but and people are looking the other way. Um, and whatever, we could discuss why that is and whether the new government has anything to do with it, but forget that for a moment. Um, I heard this, and I started to inquire from people, from other people, not just the one source we had, who I know spend a lot of time on Harabayit, and they made a very interesting comment to me. They said that they feel one of the reasons that there is so much more tolerance, both among the Arabs, Jordan, etc., and the Israelis for this practice on Harabayit is the Abraham Accords. That if if a country like the UAE and Israel can establish friendly relations, uh, then then we then there is an air, an atmosphere of tolerance that seeps to the rest of the Israeli and our world, including one of the hotspots, Harabayit. What do you think of that? Well, I mean, hotspot is the right word. Look, I I I, I hope so. I hope there is uh, that there is an influence of religious tolerance that emanates from multiple places in the world. Right. Uh, I think what's being built in the UAE, that the Abrahamic family house with a uh, mosque, church, synagogue, separate buildings, okay, separate buildings, but on the same campus, um, I, I hope that is that becomes kind of a, a, a model. And it, the, the model is not in the, in the architecture. The model is in... The recognition that you know what one group of people can have their holy site, and other people group can have their holy site, and it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. In what way, really, does the fact that a um, uh, 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 there's a, a prayer place for Muslims close to a, uh, there's a prayer a prayer place for how does that lessen the sanctity of a place? Yeah. I mean, I, I I get it. Sometimes when idea of, of Kedusha is, it has to do with exclusivity, right? It's for this purpose and not for another purpose. But if you have separate spaces, like, yeah. I, I don't know, solving these issues on Harbite above my pay grade. And, and I, and I but what I do right. know, what I do know is that there can be influence of, of, uh, of, uh, of mutual respect, you know, when that's set as a tone. But a lot of people use the term warm peace to describe uh, uh, what has occurred over the past year, warm peace. And the difference between a cold peace and a warm peace is this. A cold peace, people respect the treaty. Warm peace, people respect each other. And, yeah. and, and that's what's got to be. Look, I said it to you. I mean, for, for me, I, if I wouldn't have done, if I wouldn't have made the trip to Dubai and broadcasted from there, I, I don't know if I would feel the way I do. But 
I felt a a a respect, a mutual respect with the people there that I never felt, or I should say more accurately, that in the last 30 years I never felt while being in Jerusalem. And there's there's something to it. There's something to that. And by the way, not to get into this now because we're going way down the road on this, and, and I hope to tackle this much more slowly in the future. Uh, but, you know, there, there are many who would say to you that uh, when it comes to the, you know, the— the um, issue of holiness, Kedusha, etc. I, I mean, having a mosque next door to a synagogue, both both religions outrightly proclaiming that they are monotheistic, I don't know if, you know, that many Torah giants would have a problem with it, frankly. Um, so, I, you it's know, separate buildings, yeah, listen, if separate it's separate buildings, buildings yeah. I don't know of anybody who would come out against it. Why? What, yeah. what, what is the halakhic issue? Yeah. I don't think that there's any... As far as I can tell, as far as I've heard, and and by the way, any God who I've spoken to about the Abrahamic family house, there's nothing but excitement. Interesting, very interesting, very interesting. Where about Yehuda Sarnas? I'm just, I'm processing all of this. <laughs> um, um, Rabbi Yehuda Sarnas with us, Chief Rabbi of the UAE. All right, so there's a special tefillah now. Uh, I don't know how you're going to deal with those in our community who feel that there's no such thing today of. Uh, of inserting a new tefillah or, you know, having a new one. It seems to me that, that, that those same people find ways to in fact create and insert new tefillah when possible, but that's a completely separate issue, Rabbi Sarda, which I'll... Well, this is not being, this, uh, this is not being mandated. I right. don't think people have to. Correct. If someone wants to say a paragraph to heal him, vakasha, that's just as good. Good. I wanted to, what I wanted to do is put something out there. If people did feel like they want to mark this time, whether it's the announcement, August 13th, whether it's the time of the signing, you know, coming up, which will be uh, September 15th on, on Aragon Kippur, with right. the Hebrew Day, English Day. Right. It's just important for me that we take a moment and say thank you, Takash Baruch Hu, and that just like we prayed for things that occurred this past year, that we continue to dive in for what will come in the future. This takes work. That's what everybody will say. Warm peace, it doesn't just happen. It takes risk, it takes work, it takes effort, and it takes tefillah. Let me uh, read some of the excerpts from this. This is your tefillah. You wrote it, correct? Yes. Uh, Hebrew as well? Hebrew, English? The, uh, uh, the Hebrew was adapted by a friend of mine named Ariel Fogelman, so it's not a word-by-word translation. Also, we wanted to keep... Your listeners won't be able to... To, to see this right now because we're just on the air, but but uh, it's an acrostic in English and Hebrew, uh, Abraham, Abraham. Um, so it's not a word-for-word translation. Oh, boy, this is brilliant. I love it. Yeah, I see now the acrostic in both. And the, by the way, the, 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 the Hebrew is remarkable. The English ain't so bad uh, as well, by the way. No, uh, no, the Hebrew is much better. Yeah, I mean, the Hebrew is very, po- very poetic. Because, very, very, very because poetic. Frankly, you, when, you can read the Hebrew. Ariel did a fabulous job. You can go ahead and do the Hebrew. Because frankly, when it comes to Tfilot, Hebrew outdoes English. What can I tell you? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you include here, uh, again, excerpts for everybody, uh, so we get the theme here. Uh, protect and shine his countenance upon all the children of Sarah. Hagar and Keturah, along with all others who join in the covenant of Abraham in the land of Israel and in Arab lands. 
Uh, bless our youth with aspirations of interconnectedness. Right, you were just talking about that. Raise up the destitute from the dirt, and that's of course you know across the board, not just our people. Almighty God, pour your favor upon the religious leaders, educators, artists, and activists who devote their lives fulfilling your promise by bringing blessing to all the families of the earth. And Rabbi Sarna, I might add to that, by the way. Uh, how significant a line that is, because remember, it is the religious leaders, educators, artists, and activists who are the ones who incite violence against Jews when they want to. And and, and, and inspire peace. And, and inspire peace correct. when they want to. Exactly. And, and this was decidedly, this was not a prayer for any government. Right. We were not, this was not, right. this was a, a, a silaf for the strength in the hand of uh, 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 of the of civil society leaders, religious leaders, artists, educators. I mean, think about the classrooms. Yeah. I mean, this yep. is this has got to be a piece of the classrooms. You know, it, 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 it and 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 the more yeah, and we can strengthen the hand of teachers and the art galleries you know, and the lecturers and the and the people who are doing adult education. Everybody, a hundred percent. Yeah. Honor and yeah. safeguard the freedom of religion, con- uh, religion, uh, conscience, language, education, and culture, and secure our holy. And by the way, that that line is from Israel's Declaration of Independence. Wow. Uh, education and culture, and secure our holy sites, sacred books, and libraries. As you are our God, our healer, renew our breath in the fact of illness. Uh, as we and that I put in because of the pandemic, of course. The, right. You know, pandemic oh, and, me, in the know. face of illness, rather. In the face of illness, we do that which is upright in your eyes. Yeah, imagine this was signed in the height of the pandemic. This was signed in the height of the pandemic last year. August, I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, maybe it wasn't April, but I mean, we're talking about, you know, a really sensitive yeah. time for the entire world. Uh, may you summon the deserts to bloom and the land to sustain us, as the prophet says, uh, with some beautiful quotes, of course. And then finally, we are together the stars of the heavens and the sands of the seashore, let us walk in your righteous path and let us say amen. I mean, it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Oh, I should have said, by the way, and this one I'm going to do in Hebrew, and, and we don't think about this in this context. That's why it's so important. That's why this prayer is so vital, in my opinion, because it brings themes to the forefront that we just never think of. You write here, Ki Yishmael v'yitzchak shechavru yachtav l'chabedet avinu Avraham, you write as 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 they they toil for their own well uh, nations and parties they toil for their own welfare and the good of others as Isaac and Ishmael join together to honor their father. Abraham, and really in Hebrew it is better because it's Avinu Avraham. Avinu, I know, I know, I know. He did a better job than me. He's but, fabulous. But, yeah. but, but, I mean, what an important theme for our for us to remind our children and grandchildren about, that there was a time where the two leaders, the, the two progenies of Abraham, our father Abraham, were together paying tribute properly to him, meaning to Avraham, after his passing. And 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 you know and just like that that just like they set that example, we could follow in that example. Anyway, I think look, I'm 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 happy you're you're reading it, uh, and yeah. and and because I, I um, we need to stretch our imagination. We yep. need to stretch our spiritual. I'm imagination. telling you, you're you're bringing themes to the forefront 
that we never considered. You know, we have to. This is the time of year to have our eyes open. I did in our Elul Chesed campaign. I said, you know, that there's certain things that we have always known about as a community, but but until we got slapped in the face with it, we didn't realize, you know, the extent of the problem that we need to solve. Here is another example of that, where, of course, we know, we all went to day school, we know that Avraham had two children that, you know, that had some relate, that had some type of effective relationship with him. But we never associated the fact that, you know, for generations, those two could get along. There could be, as you say, a warm peace between those two factions. Absolutely. So there you Absolutely. go. Absolutely. We just, it's all in the Torah. It's on Torah. How do people access the prayer if they want to see it up close and personal, or they have to wait for the RCA it's to on, get it? To it them? No, no, it's online. It's online. Um, it's on uh, our website, that's Shari Mizrah. It's there. That's the name of our show in Dubai. Um, and it was uh, a few articles that went out, but maybe if there's a way, Malcolm, for you to send it out to your listeners. Yeah, but once but on, on your website. But let's do this. Slow, uh, let's do this slowly. What, what's the web address where people can find it? Say it again. It's Sharay Mizrach, the S H A. One second, S H A A R E I M I Z R A H, and that is the synagogue in Dubai. That's right. Dot uh, 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 A E is the is the, uh, the end of it. Dot A E, and you go to the yeah, and you go to the homepage, and there it is, and there it is. Just press download. Really beautiful what you did, and it's amazing that it's a year later. And uh, let's hope that this trend continues. Um, I mean, with your with your tefillot, with everyone's yeah, tefillot. Bezrat Hashem. Uh, great speaking to you. Uh, happy anniversary, Rosarna. <laughs> okay. Yes, and uh, and keep cool. Okay. Yes, keep cool. I'm going to try my best. Chief Rabbi of the UAE and the the author of the brand new prayer for the Abrahamic family and its covenant in celebration of one year of the Abraham Accords, Rabbi Yehuda Sarna. We thank him very, very much for joining us here on a Thursday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. with Harry Baruch Chaitin Company, L'Chad Odi, Avraham Yagel, done by Yitzi Spinner. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Please keep in mind that uh, we're trying to have uh, our Elul Chauffeur Blowing sponsored every single day. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Our ability or your ability to comment and to uh, actually leave a, a dedication in honor of or in memory of somebody is active again, Baruch Hashem. So again, go to fjbunity.org and click on Sponsorship Opportunities, and we thank you very, very much for that. Big lineup today here at the Nahum Siegel Network. It's Thursday after all. Don't you expect a big lineup? You certainly do. Um, We meet that expectation on Thursdays, the big lineup expectation. Charlie Harari at 9 o'clock. At 10 a.m., Allison Joseph with the uh, conversation with Moshe Grunfeld, photographer, makeup artist, and proprietor of Punim Chadoshis.com. Uh, Miriam Alwalik is live in studio with uh, with That's Life coming up at 10.30 Eastern Time. Comedian, writer, and actor Avi Lieberman will discuss comedy for Kobe going on today through August the 18th in Israel. He'll be Miriam's guest at 10.30. 11 until 1, we'll do a live lunch at 7 p.m. It's the Erev Shabbos show with host Mark Zamek. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That Erev Shabbos show will go at, uh, or will be presented at 7 p.m., 3 a.m., and 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Special good morning to those who are tuned in on Naki Radio uh, that now carries an Alchem Siegel network. And apparently a lot of people are uh, switching to us, which is a tremendous compliment for us, and I thank you. So if you're listening on Naki Radio, a big welcome to you, and thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, no matter what platform you're using to tune in, it's much appreciated. Believe you me. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and and uh, comment away. Uh, oh, Shlomo Katz, Mishara Hachuva. Ellie wants that one. i got to try to find that. Uh, Ralph wants to know how Sandy helped us. Well, Sandy was one of the backbones of the staff of WYUR 40 years ago. Um, and that means, you know, she was part of an amazing small team of people that ran an incredible radio uh, station at that point. Uh, right now we're trying as part of our Chesed campaign, we're trying to help Sandy get a new apartment. And I want to thank everybody who's given to the fundraiser. You you go to the following address, gofundme.com, gofundme.com. And literally the name of the campaign is help Sandy S A N D I help Sandy get a new apartment. That's the campaign. And trust me, I know her for 40 years, and I know that every dollar is going straight to her and her children, and I know that this is a way to help someone directly before Yuntif. Uh, GoFundMe.com. GoFundMe.com. Again, it's called Help Sandy, S-A-N-D-I, get a new apartment. I mentioned earlier that we are stepping up our efforts, trying to get people jobs, and we are taking a very close look at the resumes that we have. I wanted to mention that I've been informed that we have an inordinate number of um, of uh, job opportunities in the education field, which is very unusual for August. Usually there are no jobs available now. Most of those jobs have been filled. I'm talking about administration in schools. I'm talking about teachers in schools. If you have experience in, in any of those areas, get us your resume. Resume at NahumSiegel.com. Resume at NahumSiegel.com. Get it to us as quickly as you can because uh, there may be opportunities 
in those fields, and we want to make sure to pass that information along to the right person as soon as possible. Anything in the professional, not-for-profit uh, field, we obviously will pass on to our friends at the Joel Paul Group, and uh, otherwise we will um, uh, continue to try to match people up with an employer. So again, it's resume at nahumsegal.com, resume at nahumsegal.com. Um, and get those to us as soon as you can. Um, I wanted to remind everybody, as part of our Chesed initiative, we have uh, thanked we have thanked our friends at Kupath Ezra for bringing to our attention the plight of single mothers and parents, single parents and their children. Uh, and on the Kupath Ezra website, there's actually a donate button specifically for the Aim Habanim Fund. They're trying to raise $1.8 million this year just for the purpose of helping single mothers and their children. The Aim Habanim Fund, go to Kupath Ezra with an H at the end. Kupath Ezra with an H at the end.org. Kupath Ezra.org. And you could help with that. And also, as you know, with our Chesed campaign, which kicked off on Monday, uh, the first thing we did was mention Leora Teji and the incredible work that she and her family does feeding hundreds of families every single Shabbos. I mean, every Thursday, including today, there are so many food box pickups that are going on um, uh, over at the Oroteji's office at Ormeir Obracha. Uh, those of you who um, want to help with an unbelievable amount of food <laughs> that will be distributed to poor in Israel before Rosh Hashanah and Sukkis, terror-victims.org. terror dash victims.org simple as that terror dash victims.org um the the prayer that rabbi sarna uh, mentioned i'm trying to find that website for that synagogue because someone on the app just asked it's the share mizrach synagogue in dubai so you would go to share s-h-a-a-r-e-i m I-Z-R-A-H dot A-E. That's the address. Share, S-H-A-A-R-E-I, Mizra, M-I-Z-R-A-H dot A-E. And um, if you go there, I mean, I, I haven't done it yet, so I can't say that I've seen it, but if you go there, you'll find the prayer, according to Rabbi Sarna, on the homepage of the um, of the of the site. So again, it's um, sharemizra.ae S-H-A-A-R-E-I M-I-Z-R-A-H dot A-E That would be the website. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world the web and alchemsingle.com and the alchemsingle network and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Thursday here at JM and the AM. No need to touch that dial. Charlie Harari's next. Allison Joseph's coming up. Miriam Wallach live with Avi Lieberman coming up at 10.30. Live lunch between 11 and 1. Ked then presents the Arab Shabbat show with Mark Zamek for Parsha Shoftim. That's coming up at the 7 p.m. 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. There's no reason to touch that dial. Simple as that. Enjoy your Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.